Welcome to the Itty Bitty Art Committee podcast, a podcast created by art students from Chisholm Middle and Chisholm High School in Enid, Oklahoma. This is your official host, Jessica Duncan. On today's show, we will dive into three pieces of art that originate from the prehistoric era. Oh, it's the Itty Bitty Art Committee on Creativity. at the Venus of Willendorf from between approximately 24,000 to 22,000 BCE, making it one of the oldest surviving works of art. First, let's step into the time machine. Time machine. Welcome to the first ever art history related podcast put on by the one, the only, Chisholm Art Class. My name is Ethan Campbell. And I'm Logan Buford. Today we will dive right into our subject, the lovely Venus of Willowork. And no, gentlemen, you can't date her. She's a statue. That she is. A statue of an early prehistoric woman, to be exact. Originally, historians believe that she was made nearly 30,000 BCE and is a very good representation of what women probably looked like, or at least the desirable traits of one in the prehistoric era. While that may be one school of thought, another is that Venus here might have also just been an early version of a godlike figure, or a goddess before the institutionalization of proper religion. This statue, whatever it may have actually represented, was found in Austria. While no one knows for certain, many believe her to have been created elsewhere. And today, there are over a hundred fertility figurines that have been found in Europe and Asia. Our lovely Venus stands at 11.1 centimeters tall and is constructed out of an oolite mixture made to depict an early prehistoric woman. Her arms, though visible, are negligible and crudely depicted. And while she also does have a head, there are no features accentuating it. And the only addition to it is a hat on her head. Feet too are missing, but those those are probably never part of her overall design. Venus here is thought to have been crafted during the Paleolithic era as well, which is a little more specific than in the past. Because of the nature of these statues, Paul Huralt, an amateur archaeologist who first discovered such a figure in 1864, opted to name them after Venus, the god of love, beauty, and desire. Now, another word from one of our sponsors, and then we'll jump right back into the action with some theories about our celestial-based friends. Have you ever wanted a dino? <laughs> well, come to adopt a dino. We have all kinds. Brontosauruses? <laughs> Velociraptors? <laughs> T-Rexes? <laughs> and so much more. And, and so, so much more. more. Call 1-800-FIND-YO-DINO today. Welcome back once again, and now we will dive right into our last segment on the lovely Venus of Willendorf, the theories. 
origins are murky at best, most historians believe that they served a ritual purpose and likely celebrated ideas linked to fertility and womanhood. Cavemen who created works such as the Venus of Willendorf lived difficult lives, and fatness was a sign of wealth, and fertility was greatly important. Which, in Paleolithic people terms, the parts that mattered most had to do with fertility and successful reproduction. Therefore, these parts were isolated and amplified by whoever decided to make the statue. The statue. Well, that's all for today's segment, and thanks for joining us. And we'll see you next time. You next time. Next time. Next time. Carnivore. Carnivore. We have dinners for all types of dinos. That's right, folks. We serve dino patties, velociraptor tacos, Dutchman salads, vegan caveman, and so much more. Feel like eating a more diverse lunch? We have omnivore options too! That's right! And for a limited time, we also serve exotic dodo bird egg omelets. So come join us for a delicious meal out here on the Pantia Boulevard and feel free to call us at 314-159-265358979323846264338327956939937510582094944444 And remember we are Paleo Wild Wild we will then look at Stonehenge from the approximate dates between 3000 and 1500 BC. Welcome back to the Itty Bitty Art Committee. This is Molly Birchall. And I'm Madeline Ashley for another deep look at pieces of art from the prehistoric era of art. Today we're going to take a closer look at Stonehenge. Like, where and why was it built and who built it? These questions are kind of harder since this is from an ancient world wonder. We don't really have a lot of answers, so all we can do is research about it and make educated claims. Let's learn some things about Stonehenge. Molly, do you have any facts for us? I do. The stones range around 13 feet tall. It is composed of two types of stone, the heaviest weighing 30 tons. So 30 tons is hard to imagine. So I always think an elephant, you know, the elephant weight so the weight of about nine to 10 average size elephants is what just one stone weighs. Wow, that's really heavy. Mm. It's very tall. Stonehenge is visited by tourists on a daily basis with no one truly knowing why the monument exists. So people go every day mm -hmm. looking at rocks. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yep. And we don't even know the meaning. They don't know it. Yep. They just say, look at that rock. Look at that rock. Look at that rock. Interesting. Yep. Welcome, my dearest comrades. In this time of discovery, we ask for your help. We need more archaeologists. This is for finding all of the art in the prehistoric era. We have to save them all before it's too late. There are many places around the world that need lost and old art, save from the destruction of building bigger cities. We need you now. Call us number 314-159-2671-698-3-9-9-3-7-5-1-0-5-8-2-0-9-7-4-9-4-9-4-4. The two types of stones used to create Stonehenge were bluestones and sarsen stones. The bluestones weigh up two to five tons each. So how in the world were the stones stacked by prehistoric people? Could you imagine? 
carrying that big of a rock. I can't carry three chairs at once. I have to, I have to do the two chair. Yeah. So what, I mean, so the sarsen stones came from approximately 20 miles away from the construction area, but the exact origin of all the stones are unknown. The sarsen weighs 25 tons each, with the largest weighing at 30 tons. Approximately 200 or 300 years ago, it is thought that the central blue stones were rearranged into a circle and then again later into a horseshoe shape. Those wives really wanted to change up the look. They did. They said, this isn't doing it. This isn't cutting it. That was the challenge back then, yeah. was how do my rocks look? Yeah. Yeah. Are they in a circle? Should we do horseshoe? So how was it built, Maddie? Like, how did they move and compose these heavy stones? That's a great question, Molly. I'm not quite sure how they do it, so how about we find out? Well, I do know that it is thought that some of the stones were moved by the glaciers in the Salisbury Plain area but most think getting the stones to the construction site was entirely a human effort. Wow. So just a whole bunch of dudes just trying to move the rocks for their wives. <laughs> they must have really liked their wives. A lot. Had to. Maybe they built some type of lever. They had to build some type of lever. You think? They had to use some type of technology, like a lever or a sled. Okay. I don't think they could physically do it without technology. Some form. Some form of technology. Because they've rearranged it, so it would make sense if it would just stay in one place and they chiseled it out, but they didn't do that. They moved on. They moved on. And lastly, we will look at the Jericho School from around 3000 and 1500 BCE. Hello, welcome back to the Itty Bitty Art Committee Podcast. What's up? It's DJ Alley Cat, me! And this is DJ Hey Hey Grudge! The Jericho School was founded in 1953 and estimated to be made anywhere from 9,000 to 6,000 BC. The school was discovered with a group of seven other schools found in 1953 by archaeologist Kathleen Kenyon. Hello folks, welcome to our short update on the daily weather and news on this lovely BCE day. In Asia, we have light rainfall, while over in Europe, there's bright and sunny skies. How about here in the good old Americas? Well, that comet certainly seems to be getting a lot closer. I really wouldn't worry, folks, I'm sure. The Jericho School is decorated with plaster, arch, and charcoal in efforts to recreate a face. The face was molded on a real person. There were even shells in the eye sockets to make it appear that there were eyes. The skull was found in Israel and is named after the town Jericho, which is 9,500 years ago, was one of the largest cities in the Middle East. Hey, wait! That town is 15 miles away from Jerusalem. My homie Jesus is part of the town. Today, the Jericho School is held at the British Museum in London and holds the title as the museum's oldest portrait. A lot can be learned about this school, but it proved to be a challenge to find out what face was hidden for 9,500 years. With time and technology, scientists have been able to reconstruct the face of the man from that time. 
it took the expertise of researchers and scientists and other types of experts about eight years to reconstruct the face. In 2009, the Natural History Museum did CT scans to find out what the interior of the Jericho skull looked like. In order to learn more about from the past, we need to be more precise. We were able to 3D print a replica skull in full detail. So, you mean we know what this handsome fellow looked like? Sure do. In 2016, researchers reverse engineered what the face in front of the skull would have looked like. Let's take a look. I know you listeners cannot see this picture, but wow, he is a handsome fella. I wonder what his voice sounded like. Probably like, hello, my name is Edward. No, like this. Hello, my name is Edward. No, alley cat, like this. No, my name is Edward. No, like this. Hello, my name is Edward. No, like this. Hello, my name is Edward. <laughs> we do know the man was over 40 years old at past. He had broken teeth and signs of a broken nose when living. Ew, it was disturbing and most shocking to find the man's head was deformed from head bondage as an infant, currently mishapping his skull. I wonder what kind of hat he wore. The Jericho skull is also considered the one of the oldest portrait in the museum's collection. And, until recently, it's most difficult to understand. It is a truncated human skull covered in worn plaster with eye sockets set with simple she-cells that stare out blindly from display case. So, therefore, it took a great amount of time to study the Jericho skull and many more features of it. Why? What did we learn? Art, peace, war, war, war. Venus Willendorf, she is the oldest dead piece of artwork. She's created here, more specifically, she was found in Willendorf, Austria. She is likely representative of the desirable traits of females in the Patholithic time period, and her creation symbolizes the start of artistic nature. nature. Art, peace, We'll now be discussing Stonehenge and its theories. That's right. And was it created by a people who left no written records? Was it clocked till time? Was it just an acoustic testing site? Was it an ancient burial site? Was it a place to view the stars? Who built it? Was it built by the giants? Was it built by Merlin? Was it built by the Romans? Was it a collection of portals to another dimension? We may never know, but these are some theories about our lovely Stonehenge. And the Jericho Skull is a real human skull that was lavishly decorated with concrete, plaster, seashells for eyes, and soil in its brain box. They have been able to reconstruct the models into semi-accurate human faces from what the skulls look like. The figure they reconstructed was not likely accurate as it was horribly deformed in the plaster version. They found multiple decapitated bodies around where the schools were located, indicating that they did it quite often. The purpose for doing this is unknown as to what it was practically used for, but it possibly could have been an early cult or a beginning of some type of religion. And wasn't all that information great? You know, now that you have that info, you can go brag to all your friends. Jessica, Jessica. Committee, Committee, Hall of Creed.